previously on the Social Proof Podcast. We joke a lot, not joke, but you see people come to America and they build these super successful businesses, yeah. right? <clears throat> because the opportunity isn't over there. You can't just go have an idea and start a business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? You can't just go like, yo, you know what? I'm going to go to the store, buy, um, buy you know, a hundred pack of candy and sell the candy for more than, you know what I mean? Like you just don't do that there, right? You, you could do that, but you can't like, I started off my business with nothing. <clears throat> I came with a hundred dollars, right? But I was okay, able how'd to- how'd you get here? How'd you get here? I came here because, <clears throat> excuse me. So one of my way to get out of poverty was to, through education. That's what my grandma told me. So I was studying to be a medical doctor, right? So I came here to come to medical school, but I dropped out of medical school to pursue entrepreneurship. So I was able to start my business with a credit card, right? So but, you came to America to go to school? To go to school, yeah. And while you were here, you felt, did you are, were you like dreaming of America? Like, yo, I heard you can get a credit card over there. No, just give me the money. <laughs> I really don't know much about credit card, but I just thought that coming was going to give me a better life. You know, I was able to be a medical doctor and also escape poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my biggest dream. Gotcha. So you but, get over here, $100. Yeah. You're in and school. A, and a suitcase, suitcase of clothes, yeah. And a suitcase of clothes. And I, I'm guessing the school lets you do like room and board or whatever, right? They just house yeah. you. I was staying with my dad for a while. Your dad was here? Yeah, my dad is here, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. What was your dad doing? Uh, he works for Terminix. Terminix? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you stay with your dad. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. It's chicken everywhere. You go to McDonald's <laughs> for a dollar and get a chicken sandwich. Just yeah. like amazing. It was incredible, man. I was like, wow. And I had so much weight because when I came out, I was so skinny. So when I saw food in America, I'm like, man, you got food here. I used to eat it so much, man. You like, go to the mall. They yeah. give it away. They give you samples yeah. of chicken. Oh, and his buddy's like, yo, they're giving the chicken away. They're giving the chicken on, on a stick. stick. I know. How convenient. I, mean, I used to feel bad when I go to like KFC. That was my very first place I went to eat. I used to feel so bad to eat like chicken and leave. Just kind of eat a little bit and leave. Just a little bit and leave it. I'm like, come on, you're wasting food. Wow. <laughs> you know? Wow. I wish I could ship some of this back to Africa. You know? Are you still Sense, that way? Man. I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I used to feel, I, I, I struggled for a long time seeing like a fridge full. You know, I struggled Just for one. a long time. Okay, thanks. You know, so I struggled for a long time seeing like a fridge like full of stuff. I, I, I was feeling guilty. Mm, that was you know what's going on at home. Yeah. I felt guilty. I felt gotcha. really bad. I felt guilty. I felt like, man, I, I'm not supposed to be having all this to myself. So I had to fight all of that mental. Yo, we are so at a dis. We're at a disadvantage in America. And I know Nigerians won't wouldn't agree, but the fact that it is in abundance. There's no reason to like grind or work. Mm. I can go to the mall and get free chicken. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I mean, it's not. It's not as um, we don't have that fight. We can yes. scrape up a dollar from some. Dollar. We can go to a fountain outside of a public place, grab a dollar and ten yeah. cents, and go to the nearest McDonald's or Wendy's yeah. and get some chicken nuggets. In yeah. college, my my thought wasn't how do I make enough money to eat today. My thing was how do I make enough money to smoke. <laughs> how can I get like a little dime bag or something like that? And I'm calling people. That that was the grind. Yeah, uh, food was covered. Food was covered. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so mm. you're in this new land. Yeah. Right? $100. Yeah. 
What do we do? Do we get a job while we're in school or? Yeah, I, I did. I walked. Uh, my first job was at Lowe's Theater. It was like at $6.15 an hour. Lowe's Theater? Lowe's Theater. I don't know if he's in Georgia, but he's in Texas. What is it? Uh, it's a theater, movie theater. Movie theater. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, So gotcha. that was my first job. And uh, it was, oh my God. This was 2002. This was 202, 22. Okay. Oh my God. It was so bad. I'm just making all my confessions out here. It was so bad that, you know, I was so hungry that, uh, oh. you know, that after like moving. <laughs> I did I love that for Were a you while. in the theater going in there picking up the you know, popcorn? Some people don't eat their food. They just buy the food, nachos and cheese and stuff. And uh, you're like, this I is good food. I used to help myself a little bit, uh, uh, you know, before my money started picking up. So, so anybody that came to that theater and you, you didn't eat your food, thank you so much. Wow. Oh, yeah, it was that bad. Wow, I'm talking about like, like cleaning up. You're like, yo, it's a half eating hot dog. I mean, yeah, same don't even touch it, really. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So let me, I, I got to ask. So are you single? I'm married. You're married. Mm-hmm. Are you married to an American? Yeah. Nigerian-American, but she was born. Okay. When you were dating, before mm-hmm. you got married, and you're out at dinner or somewhere yeah. with food, and you would see her or whoever leave yeah. food on their plate, was that like a turnoff for you? I felt like they were wasting food. <laughs> I really felt so, and and things was even when I, even when we're dating. Uh, my first first car was a Joe Metro. I bought it for six hundred dollars, and I had to I had to do a payment plan because I was making six dollars <laughs> fifteen cents, <laughs> and that car was so annoyed, right? Because I had to the car would overheat every few minutes, so I have to always have gallons of water and gallons of oil, because every time it could overheat, and I gotta let it cool down and. Put some water and also put, you know, oil on it. Because it will leak oil every single day. Wow. On my very first date, the car overheated and I was late. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy, you know. And even um, on our wedding, we couldn't, I couldn't afford the wedding. Nothing in the wedding. So on your very first date with your wife, yeah. your car overheated, overheated. And you're out here with this gallon of water and this gallon of oil. Yeah. Now you drive. Oh, while, you're, while she's in the car. No, no, no. I met her at, you know, where we went to eat. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. So she didn't way. see this. No, she didn't see that. Ooh, no. Did she ever experience it? Did you ever have to ride together and, and do that? Yeah, about two times. So now she overly appreciates the Bentley, the Rolls Royce. And that's why I spoil her today. The Mercedes. Mm. Because, because when I saw her and I knew that she was my wife, right? Oh, I so told sweet. her that uh, she should stick with me. I was going to retire her before she was 30. I was going to take her around the world. I was going to be a millionaire. I was going to make sure she had a great life. Even though at the time, my the highest I was making at just was probably $8 an hour. Mm-hmm. And I had a car that would overheat, but she said yes. Our wedding, we could not even afford it. The only thing I could afford was our wedding dress. I bought it on eBay for $50. And I used $25 to dry clean it. Then I also bought the suit for $100 at KNG. That's the only thing we could afford on our wedding. So our moms came up and, you know, food the bill to the wedding. Wow. But she still said yes. And when you got married, you must have had some good game, man. Like, you must have just <laughs> some been good something. Wow, some good. Something. Now I see where you're going. Good <laughs> show. Good show. Good show. Good show. Good Anyway, oh my God. So, uh, so, so when you were getting married, where were you, were you making $8 an hour at like at yeah. the time you got married? 
Yeah, $8 okay. and maybe some change an gotcha. hour. And what was she doing? She was working a job. She had she just finished a uh, just bachelor's a degree. Yeah, yeah, it was probably twelve, thirteen dollars. Cool. And how long ago was that? What, what year is that? Two thousand and four. Two thousand four. Mm. Yeah. So it didn't take you long after you got here to find you one and get married. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Okay, so um, when did this, when did the first big break happen? The first, yeah, probably about Seven years ago. So we're in 2021. Yeah. That's 2013, 2014? Yeah. When I say first big break, like doing the first $100,000 a year. Okay. In 2014. Was it always with Vonza? No. Okay. Yeah. So I had a, I had a uh, Christian university, higher place Christian university. So that was my first big 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. Then my second one was tax business. I own tax offices. And from there, I just started reinvesting my money into car rentals, restaurants, courses. You and own a restaurant right now? I don't anymore. Not anymore. I gotcha. used to. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get through that journey because I, I, you had a, a t-shirt printing company, t-shirt right? T-shirt printing. Because we went to lunch. Now yeah. I'm trying to think. Did I finish all my food? Did he feel like I was going like, <laughs> I think did you I took some food? I, no, I think you took some. I took the go. Okay. He's always going to take This guy, guy. <laughs> yes. I'm appreciative of what God has given me. Okay. So before the $100,000 a year... Yeah. Like there's there's some time in there, right? Yeah. So how did you get to having a Christian university? Yeah, so I've always operated by a model. When I have a problem, right, I always think if other people have the same problems and see if I can solve it for them. So we, we're trying to go up. So my wife finished with her bachelor's. Then she went to one of the schools to get a master's degree. And it set, set us back about $54,000 in student loan debt. And she couldn't find a job, you know? So one day I was just sitting down, I was like, man, imagine just this student loan that will never be forgiven. And now she can't find a job and stuff like that. And so what year is this? That was 20, 2009. Were you having this conversation with yourself? With myself, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I was having that conversation with myself, you know? So 
I feel like this is a problem. There are some people, I'm a Christian, you know, that want a Christian-based education, such as my wife. They need that education and that degree to their name, but they don't want to go spend four years in a traditional school. And also, too, they want something more affordable that is not going to put them in student loan debt of Mm $54,000. And so that was really how the school started. So instead of researching how to get uh, theological-based accreditation and classes. So you go get the the certification to be... Accreditation. Yeah, we are... We're not regionally accredited, but we have a theological based accreditation. So that means we can. Oh, but you go to is it like do you go to college for that or is it? No, just no, no. You apply for it. Yeah, you have to apply mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, is this a course that you take? No, it's just like uh, uh, there are different type of accreditation bodies in the con- in America. Mm-hmm. So most schools that are famous, you know, big schools, they have regional accreditation. Right. So you go into school for that. No, you don't have you to, have to, have to for it. You just apply? Yeah, you just apply. And you say, okay, uh, I want to be accredited to teach people. Yeah, to offer degrees and stuff. And then based on the type of degrees you want to offer, mm. right? So if you want to offer like, uh, let's say medicine, biology, stuff like that, you have to go for regional accreditation. It's a long process. But that's not what I went for. I went for the theological-based one. So, like, people that want to offer, like, you know, Bible studies, uh, um, theology, stuff like that, you know. You have to take a test for that? Like, no, you don't have to. So, it's just you studying the Bible and you're saying, yo, I'm going to get this, uh, mm-hmm. this, this, well, I don't know how to say the word, accreditation or accreditation. whatever. Accreditation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get, I'm going to apply for this accreditation. Mm-hmm. To be able to give people a degree, degree in yes. a particular area, exactly. But you weren't the instructor. I was one of them. Oh Jesus! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Like, okay. whoa. So there's no requirement. There's no prerequisite to be yeah. able to go out and officiate someone. No, you have to. Like, you have to have doctors and professors, right? But you can't. But I could teach any course that is not. You have a doctorate at this point. I have at this point. No, at that point I was. I did not. But I went later on. Right? That's crazy. So this yeah, sounds because, really pull up. But, but if you see, <laughs> come, come qualified. No, right, right, right. no, but if you see, that's one of the best things about America. And you see, a lot of things that people don't know. Right? People don't don't understand that you can start a university. You don't need a degree to start a sure. university. And you can teach courses. But of course, every school have its own qualification. Some schools, they require you to have a master's degree. Some schools require you to have a PhD program, a PhD Mm. to your name. But uh, some schools with a bachelor's degree, you can teach certain courses. So you don't need to have a PhD to teach in in a university. People don't know that. Mm. And anybody can start a university. But it all depends on what program you're offering that will determine how much it's going to cost you to do that. If you want to uh, start a school to train doctors or lawyers, you're going to have millions and millions of dollars. But you can start with a technical school, theological school. So there are different ways to gotcha. go. Gotcha. Okay, it. all right. I'm, 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 it's, it's, it's coming together in my mind. You get accredited to be able to um, get <clears throat> people their degree. Yeah. Simply because you have a bachelor's, you qualify. To, no, no, no. You didn't even have... The, okay, okay. This is, dope. This is crazy. <laughs> Sounds right, like so, no study was so, Okay, so, yes. <laughs> no. So, I can, I can literally... Let me just let, let me just ask you. So, I'm not a videographer or okay. a photographer. Mm-hmm. But I can go get the accreditation to start my own university. Yeah. In this university, I teach videography. Yeah. And if someone's willing to pay me, then I can collect that money. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. But you see... And you just happen but, to do it in 
But you see, yeah, yeah. but you see, there's a big opportunity there, though, because <clears throat> online education is so big. It's over $315 billion right now here. And there's not a lot of black um, founders in the online education field because people feel like you need so much. It sounds so big. But when you know the game, you know the game. So I figure out the game on how to do it. So anybody right now can study on university if you follow the process to do that. You don't need a degree. You don't need this and that. But it all depends also, too, on what kind of programs you want to offer. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the, support is, um, the support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you, would you take part in that? Well, go to the morningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. Okay. The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.